Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's the Custard TV Podcast, the one place on the web, uh, regardless of whether I'm here or not, to get the latest TV news, reviews and previews all in audio form. And the podcasters from last week have joined us, me, uh, Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com, podcasting lovely hands last week by Matt in the north. Hello. (laughs) And Gary in the London area. What's up? If you've never heard us before, we rattle through uh, the latest TV news, then we review some stuff, and we let you know at the very end what's coming, and then Gary will tinkle your prospective ovaries. No, that's no. wrong. No, 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 no. no. This is Mate. not sex. I'm not, it, I'm not, his, I'm not yeah. Maliella Frostrup. That's his <laughs> attempt to get the name Gary out there, you know. Got to tinkle some yeah. ovaries. I think just having that news out there is, is you know, it's just increased the number of Garys exponentially. How are we coping with the sun, Gary? Have you been out in it and enjoying it? And I've not know. been enjoying it, but I've been out in it, and I've not been offended by its presence so far. <laughs> are you one of these? But I don't, I don't like the heat. I don't like it very hot. But at the moment, I'm fine. Yeah. But it is amazing. We have the radio on in our office. We listen to a couple of different stations throughout the day. Yeah. All yeah. are talking about, wow, look at the sunshine. It's like, my goodness, they've never seen this yellow thing in the sky. Well, that's because they're locked in a room for four hours doing Oh, I show, see. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And they can only play Katrina and the Waves so many times before. Yeah. What about you, Matt? How has it affected postal workage? Well, I'm up- upstairs <laughs> without any windows in the post office, so I've been oh, very okay. enclosed and very... Yeah, I imagine just... your northern skin wouldn't like it either. No, no. So with a sunny disposition, we'll rattle through the fog <laughs> with Matt to start. My God. We're doing <laughs> news now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just like every week for okay. the last three years. <laughs> let's get, let's... Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV podcast. New shows, new shows. Do them. Uh, first up, Ballot. Monkeys, which is a new satirical mm-hmm. sitcom from uh, Drop the Dead Donkey creators Andy Hamilton and Guy Jenkin. Like they did on Drop the Dead Donkey, they sort of will be leaving bits out in the editing process to record material close to transmission so they can insert sort of topical bits in I there. Always I always loved that in Drop the Dead yeah. Donkey. The fact that over the, over the credits was like literary news from that day or the day before mm. was great. Yeah. We've also got the Moorside Project, which is a two-part drama about the Shannon Matthews uh, murder, this case there, um, and that is uh, executive produced by Jeff Pope, who obviously did this uh, appropriate adult a few years ago. A lot of uh, returns as well this week. We've got, uh, firstly, Lewis, the uh, 
that'd be what seven series now or something? Nine. 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 Oh, after finishing for good and then coming back again. Uh, and I, because it's not even Lewis isn't even the focus. It should be called people murdered in the Oxford area. <laughs> That's what it should be. <laughs> people who are descended from Morse. <laughs> 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 Where Morse used to knock about. Yeah. Remorseless. No. Um. Oh, no, that's... No. Um, Classic well, that. Remorseful. Remorseful is pretty good, actually. There so. you go. Yeah. Uh, Paul Dark. And the, surely uh, Endeavour should then be called Premorseful. Oh, I'm back, people. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> Paul Dark is back for a second series next year. It's still on series one at this point. Uh, this is the sort of blockbuster Sunday night hit with uh, Aidan Turner and Eleanor Tomlinson. Uh, the second series I, will I feel be... Like, I feel like the show has had more publicity for him and his bare chest mm, than yeah. actually... I think more people well, could we... name... Rather than what actually happened in the damn show. Well, we tried that with this podcast. We tried a bit of Gary oh, Nix. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> it didn't really work, did it? Move, move, move no. boy, as we... As we... The move boy. Yeah, all right. Moving on. <laughs> Prey, and this is news to me because I haven't read this yet. I know it's on the on the website. It's returning for a second series. Is that Philip Glenister taking over from it's John Philip Sim? Philip Glenister. Rosie Cavalero's uh, is the only actress at the moment we know no. to be returning. Philip Dennister's taking the lead role. Completely different story. A three-parter again. Chris Lunt is a complete dark horse. But, you know, I, we've we've debated this whole should things yeah. come back. And in Chris's words, in a, in a message to me on Twitter today, he did say he was absolutely adamant that that was a one-off. But they've worked out a new format that they hope could oh, work. And we'll just see where it goes. Is it, it a goes. bit like Line know. of Duty? Because they, they, yes. it was yeah. Lenny James and then Keely Hawes, but you kept the others around. I'm guessing. And we, we might didn't have... really have a problem with that, did no, we? At the I'm guessing we, we might have, have you know Benedict Wong and Aid Edmondson coming back as well on this one because they were the sort of mm. other police officers, weren't they, in the in the first series? Mm. And finally, uh, Sky Atlantic's puzzling Arctic thingy, Fortitude, is. Uh, How far did you get on Fortitude? At, at one. <laughs> That was it. Yeah. A lot of people did. A lot of people have only got to Ep 1. When things come back for a new series like this, I do feel like, does that mean I should have kept watching? Does that mean it was good? All the reviews seem to just sort of be baffled by it, you know, that people, mm. that it's still going. So I don't know. Big news in the world of soap. Kat and Alfie from EastEnders are to get their own spin-off show set in Ireland. So what's the most stereotypical Irish name we could... This ha, this is, at the moment, sat here. This is untitled. So what is the most stereotypical Irish title of a show we could come up with? Because so far we haven't irritated the Irish tourist board until now. So Alfie, I don't know what we Alfie, Alfie and Cat go drunk in Ireland. <laughs> That's the best we can do. That time you went west. Le- what, about, what about Leprechaun? No, uh, not quite. No. Alfie Moon's pot of gold. Oh, it's good, it's good. Yeah, good, good. good. We're getting there. We're getting there's gotta, there. <laughs> there's got to be something to do with a leprechaun or something, you know. Um, that was the pot of gold. Yeah, I, no, no, I know, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, le- leprechaun. No? Finally, uh, Jeremy uh, Clarkson is to return to the BBC about two weeks after getting sacked to host uh, Have I Got News For You on the 24th of April. Thoughts? Yeah, so he doesn't technically return. The BBC, 
Or has he been sacked off Top Gear? That was the well, now that's the interesting. Thing. But well, and also the other thing is, is that of course, have I got news for you? Is filmed at London Weekend Television, and is is done or by LWT, as uh, people who want to get through the podcast the quicker would say it. Yeah. Indeed, although if you hadn't explained it, then we would have got through it quicker. Come on! <laughs> would, would, so, so technically, he's not really returning to the BBC. Oh, oh for God's sake. <laughs> Go west, my son. The Twin Peaks update is hit a bit of a snag. Um, in the last couple of weeks, there were rumours about it being pulled, and then apparently now David Lynch, the director is, uh, and creator of the original show, has pulled out because there's not enough money, not enough people are prepared to be in it, and he's not happy. Just this last week, 11,000 people have signed a petition for him to be put back in charge. Uh, so uh, keep watching and keep listening to this podcast, because I think by the time we get to about uh, to the summer, I think the David Lynch thing will run and run and run. E4 have announced that they will be picking up uh, The Empire, which is one of the big new shows that's no, started in America. No, it's just called Empire. It's just Empire. Is it just Empire? No, they're picking, just up, Empire. They're picking the up... The Empire would be about, you know, Britain before we get oh, yeah, that's true. Or, or, film, or film magazines. Can we only think of Leprechaun? I'm really disappointed with that. Carry on. I was thinking, over, I was trying to get something with mood. Guinness and EastEnders. Something like Guinness-Enders, but I... Guinness-Enders? I don't know. Oh, God. Empire is one of the good news shows that started in America in uh, in the last set of uh, January. Uh, and it's been received quite well. It's shown on Fox over there. So picking up on E4 should be good. Uh, I know that they've also announced a start date for Luke's favourite show, Jane the oh. Virgin. We have to all watch that and review oh, it. Oh, I, I know. I, 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 can't, I can't believe that we're not going to be doing a whole podcast just on that, to be we honest. We haven't said we're not. We haven't said we're not. Oh, when when is that, then? When, when... Rumours, I'm using the word rumours in inverted commas so as not to involve our legal team, that Arrested Development will be returning for a future 17 episodes. Now, those who remember that it came back for a a fourth and extra series, sorry, a fifth and extra series on Netflix uh, about a year and a half ago, there were... 10 or 12 episodes featuring a very sort of chopped up story apparently they're going to go back 22nd of April people 22nd of April mark it in your calendars synchronise your cycles and this has been rumoured by Brian Gerwitz and he's one of the creators so he probably know uh, although no one else has really reported on it and lastly the last series was really not well received at all was it well I liked it and I think you'll find And I think you'll find lovers of Arrested Development liked it, but I don't think it got any more new viewers. And I think even fans of Arrested Development were left scratching their head a little bit. I don't think it was panned. I don't think it was bad. We talked last week about a new television show coming on Sky Atlantic called The Affair. This stars... Oh, this is going to bug me from last week. This is going to be good. Matt, what do you reckon? Is he going to get two names wrong? Or one name wrong? Now, now, hold on, hold on. Because two on the trot. Two on Go the on, trot. Let's see. The problem is, I can now only remember their show, their names from other shows. Go on, that'll, okay. work, that'll work. That'll Go work. On. So Alice from Luther and McNulty from The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as, as Ruth Wilson and Dominic West. Well, that's how you know them, but they're known to me as, <laughs> as Alice and, uh, and, and, and McNulty. This is a show set in sort of northern eastern america there's two different lives and they interact by having well we assume they're going to have a affair i've only seen the first episode yeah <laughs> they're both a fair retelling... assumption, i would think 
they're both retelling the story through their own eyes. And what's interesting is you first of all get Dominic West's opinion in that Ruth Wilson is this kind of glowing waitress. She's beautiful. She's mm-hmm. she comes on to him and things like that. And yet when you get her opinion, she's a bit more dowdy. He's certainly not as attractive and he more comes on to her. Um, mm. And um, did you like that a way of doing it? Did you, how did you feel, find it, Luke? Well, it was it was an intriguing way of doing it. You know, as you've listened to the podcast, I'm not a big fan of flushing back and all this and just tell the story in a linear way. But it intrigued me as to why they were doing it that way. It intrigued me the way people can perceive situations in a different manner. It intrigued me further when when I realised and when it was revealed that they are being interviewed by the police at the end. That's yes. not a spoiler. No, 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 I don't uh, think it is. They're, they're being inter- inter- uh, interviewed. So they, what, what we're seeing is their accounts to the police. So A, you're not sure if what they're saying is true. Yep. B, you're not sure if they've got a motive to say what they say. And C, you're not sure why they're even being interviewed by the police. I think most people will like this. I'm surprised four didn't pick this up. You know, because they have yeah, home, it's which a good is another point, big actually. Showtime show. And this was on last year together with Homeland on Showtime. It was Homeland, then this, on a Sunday evening. So a bit shame that more people won't be able to see this as we have got two well-known English faces in the leads. But yeah. I'd like Matt to just see episode one, just to okay. get his opinion. I, so I think it's a thoroughly good concept, and I think Dominic West and Ruth Wilson are very, very good in it. Uh, there was also uh, something else that's coming up on Sky Atlantic. I'm not sure when it actually starts, but again, if you tonight. have... Tonight. Brilliant. Uh, and also, if you have Sky, <laughs> if you have Sky, you can get this on Sky on Demand now, all, yeah. all six, uh, six episodes. Um, yeah. It's a, a documentary, which isn't something we normally talk about on this programme, but uh, it's a documentary well no not really we talk Louis Theroux in a minute well sure but okay not commonly and 24 hours in police custody alright fine shut up Um, the island (laughs) stop stop proving that's a a reality show stop proving me wrong Um, it's called The Jinx and and really actually to give it its full title it's The Jinx The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst Uh, now if you've not heard of who Robert Durst was he was a uh, a real estate agent, or real estate icon agent, I suppose, in America. And he was the centre of at least three unsolved crimes. The murder of his wife, who went missing in the 70s, the murder of his best friend, and the murder of his next-door neighbour in Galveston, Texas. Uh, and it's the third one that really uh, brings the whole thing together and kicks off the show. It's made by a filmmaker called Andrew Jarecki, who also made an excellent series of documentary programmes uh, called Capturing the Freedmans that you may have heard for that one a number of Oscars and that. stuff. That won Oscars and, and, and Golden Globes. I saw that, yeah, I remember seeing that. And basically, I think the first few episodes are very much more the documentary style, but later on, and I don't know how much you've seen, Luke, so I, I must just double-check. I have I don't seen wanna... four of six, and the five. only reason I have not seen five and six was because we were moving and I've yet to download the last two. Sadly, and I should have said this beforehand, but the, the best way of going into this is the way I did, and not knowing anything about what this is yeah, about. Yeah, that's it. Go watch it. I don't want to give it away too much. It was outstanding. It's brilliant. And... and and, you know, I'm aware that this is American TV that I've slugged off in the past. If we had this on in uh, in the UK, you know, and it was done the same way with a different person, I'd still be just as intrigued by it. The way they've done it is yeah. very well done. You don't really know what's going to happen next. It's it's a very interesting way to... You have to keep your wits about you because they're changing and stories and yeah. 
telling you who people are, but it is fantastic. What it makes you do, and I think this is the sign of good television, is it makes you more interested in that case than than you than you were before. It, it makes, makes you, you wonder why you hadn't heard of it. Exactly, like and me. it makes you kind of think, right? I want to go out and read more, and you know, what else can I? What else can I learn about this? It just it brings you in and draws you in amazingly. I haven't watched all six. I've watched three. I've watched two in a row. The first two in a row uh, on a train journey. Very uh, when I was coming back recently from holiday. So brilliant. Look at you on a train. Like there was there was there was Wi-Fi. What can I tell you? Oh God, these modern trains. Well, these modern, <laughs> modern trains. There's there's in Bournemouth. There's Wi-Fi on buses. Just on just buses. on buses though, not in the house. Yeah, yeah that's it. People not, in houses. Yeah, you can't get it in the rest it. of the country. You can't get it in the rest of the country. <laughs> just on the buses. Just, but then again, most businessmen trying to send but, emails but on buses. Most of Longmire, which is a, a television show based in the Wild West, uh, around trains and stuff like that, uh, is. Have uh, they sorry, got Wi-Fi? <laughs> I don't know. No, I I, I I believe they've only got dial-up. <laughs> Season three of that. I've not heard that expression in years. 56k dial-up. That's season three of that is showing on TCM, which stands for the Championship Movies. (laughs) The charity movies. Uh, Tony Curtis movies. Ten o'clock classic, classic movies. movies. That's the and I've no- Sunday the twelfth of April. That starts at ten o'clock. Uh, I probably don't need to be telling you this if you're listening to this with your ears. But Game of Thrones is coming back. I haven't uh, heard you that intense for a while. I know. No. Well, I, I've started Not since that time I stole your Kit Kat. Well, there is that. And don't do that again ever. I will thump you. Particularly as it's a peanut butter Kit Kat. Season 5 will start on Monday night. That's Monday night, people, at 9pm. What is it? Uh, And also, if you have Scar on Demand, you can watch Season 6 of Justified, which Channel 5 and its instrument decided to drop from the 15th of April. Uh, Hurrah for them. I'm coming back east. Could you move over a bit, please? Something I did see, though, was on Sunday. Louis Theroux's final... A documentary. I don't really. It didn't really fit with the last two, but it was uh, Louis visiting transgender kids in San Francisco, and I, I just thought it was one of Louis's best for a very, very long time. It was very engrossing. It was. It divided the living room that I was saying on Sunday night. It was the sort of documentary where everybody watching has an opinion. It was completely engrossing. The characters, I thought Louis came across really well and really sensitively without being too quiet and in the background. There were bits of it that made me feel uncomfortable. There were bits of it... I, Amen. Yeah. The, the, the boy singing Lady Gaga is yeah, going to stay the, with me for battle, a long time. The battle dance or whatever it was yeah. was the most excruciating piece of television yeah. I've seen in a long time. But as a piece of documentary on the BBC... It stands up there, I think, as one of the best. Oh yeah. I've seen for a long time. I mean, I would, I would have to say, only in America and probably only in the West Coast would yeah. you have dedicated yeah. councils and doctors set up to yeah. allow prepubescent children make yeah. the decision that they want to change yeah. gender. This isn't even the some in some of these cases. I didn't even feel like the parents had any influence. It was the children telling them, mm. "I'm a boy. I'm a girl." Uh, Matt, because the reason I wanted to talk about this was when we spoke briefly about mm. the last Louis doc, you said that you were um, 
you were less engaged, you found yourself yeah. wandering off, you found it less riveting, it was just a I did say of interviews. All that. You know, just looking at it as a piece of documentary, did you find it more interesting? I definitely did, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I think there was a lot more sort of moving around, the pace of it was just generally better. Some of them strangely, obviously were a lot lively. In a way, it was strangely more relatable than there mm. are, even it, though it, the subject yeah. matter was out there, you mm. know. There were two it things was... that really stuck with me in this. The first one was the little boy who whose mum was sort of nurturing his sort of, you know, his need to be a little girl, but his dad yeah. wasn't having any of it. That was really, well, this, yeah. Well, this was the boy who decided that after school he would be a boy. Mm. You know, he would be a man after school. He yeah. Just... And the second thing was the boy who sort of was turning, you know, turning into a girl, was getting the breast implants. Yeah, transitioning was like 14 years old. And the bit where Louis actually said, you know, this was the hardest part of my life. 14 to 15, yeah. everybody feels like this, no matter what you're going through, you are going to feel like this. And it's just, you know, it's another extraordinary thing that you're doing on top of I this felt year. Like Louis connect. I yeah, felt like Louis yeah. connected yeah, yeah. more with it. Yeah, definitely. And I think he was more, he was definitely more inter- interested in it. I think it was sort of something he'd possibly campaigned to do, you know, it's so, and it's, it's something that I, I didn't know about. It was very interesting mm. You know, there's been a lot about mental health, so the insanity ones, though yeah. interesting, and were, done, were, ground, done yeah, were ground that had been trod before, whereas here, this was a very unique subject that he covered. Yeah, he definitely he's, benefited he's... from that German plane crash in the sense that, not benefited, sorry, but the, there was a heightened oh, interest. Well, in... No, 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 but there was, defi- there was a heightened, there was an interest in anxiety and depression whilst those what? shows were on. Oh my god, I had no idea where that was going. Um... I still don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I found it really interesting, and I think Louis Theroux is at be- is best when he can interact with people. Well, I suppose in the last two, you sort of, the people are kept at arm's length, you know, whereas yeah, he could yeah. have quite, quite upfront could, access yeah, to certainly these with people. The pit, certainly the younger ones really sort of knew... You know about the transgender yeah. thing, about what they were, and were quite through. eloquent. As yeah, well. definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, ITV put a new drama on. It was Code of a Killer. It was based on a true story, as these things are often are true but stories, we... but fiddled about with. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, can we start with our regular bet? How long did Gary last on Code of a yeah, Killer? Yeah, well, we'll get there. I'll just tell you what it is, and <laughs> okay. then we'll get there. Uh, it started David Thrillfall yeah. of. Um, of the Ark recently, and of course Tommy Cooper last year in Shameless, John Sim, who we always love on the podcast, and it was about the the first use of DNA uh, profiling within a crime. Right? How far did Gary get in this hour and a half ITV drama on By Bay Monday? Matt, you go first. I don't know because I think you might have liked this. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> go all the way. Go on. I'm going to say you had. Going. I'm going to say you had half an hour left, and you haven't managed to get all the way through. The right answer belongs to Matt Donnelly. Yeah, I watched it and I liked it. It wasn't deliberately slow. I think they just managed to go through the pattern of an investigation in a way that was quite pleasing. You saw bits, but you didn't see everything. So you got to see the setup of the You got to see the setup of the investigation room. You got to see the downside when they didn't get any leads, you know, where they had not enough evidence to do anything. And I think John Sim 
was amazing. David Threlfall, I don't know, I just felt like he was playing the generic detective. And but... here we go. Here's where Luke says the opposite to what Garu just said. Well, go on I, then, yeah. I, this gives me no pleasure to say John Sim ruined this for me. I don't no. know whether the guy... I don't know whether the guy he was playing in real life was incredibly annoying, but John Sim was in this for me and sport it. And I am um, going to uh, sit on that fence that... Um, that Lee Ashworth didn't <laughs> finish. Yeah, that Lee Ashworth don't finish yet. It was a story that I hadn't heard of before, so I, I found it interesting. I think both actors I enjoyed. I can understand Luke's thing about John Sim. The accent was a bit much... What I felt was that it was sort of the script, which was by Michael Crompton, who's got, uh, after Code of Kill, a safe house uh, on Monday nights, which is also written by him. I liked the stuff with David Threffle. I thought he was a good sort of dogged detective, straightforward, formulaic, good performances, a bit sort of cliche crime. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Drama here and there. You know, I'd watched Vera the night before, so there was a few sort of. ITV crime drama tropes in there, most notably the guy in the car, you know, with the, you know, that you kept seeing, like, this is the killer, this is the killer, but we haven't seen the face of this person yet. It was a good, interesting story, but it wasn't, I was never on the edge of my seat with it. It wasn't a crime drama where I was like, oh, I, you know, you know, I need to know what's happened to the, yeah. who's killed this girl. It was almost like, you know, it was a, it was a documentary almost, you know, it was like a factual thing rather than a yeah, drama. Yeah, there were, there were parts of it that felt more yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder whether they've... I mean, Matt and I have spoken about the reason for this, but I wonder whether they have shot themselves in the foot. If they had put this on Easter Sunday, Easter Monday as a two-parter, I might have enjoyed it. Whether I'm going to watch the second one with a week's gap... I, I think I, I will. Bothered. Yeah, I, 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 I think it intrigued me enough to see you know how it would conclude. I think if it was more than two... I might reconsider, but as it's just two, and as I enjoyed it sufficient amount, I will I will watch the second part. Next up is the island channel four. Uh, putting a load of men and women this series on an island uh, to survive for themselves, to film everything themselves, to record everything themselves, to look after themselves on a, on a remote island in the Pacific. I will save my opinion because, again, I'm very interested to know 
<laughs> what Gary thought. Well, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't watch this the first. The first series. I, I didn't I, I either. Wasn't, I didn't it, either. Either I wasn't aware of it, or just it missed me, or whatever. Or no. the time of year it was on. Uh, I I enjoyed it, but I didn't see anything amazingly new. And I'm not sure that beyond the the women's one tonight, which I'll watch for the comparison, I'm not sure how much I'll continue to watch. It's a decent format. I don't understand why they're filming it themselves. I don't quite well, get that. Well, I can that. answer that for you. I, I think because they're saying they're surviving on their own, if they had a camera crew on there, which shows like Survivor do in the States and things like that, yeah. I think it would take away any of the, the jeopardy and the realism. I know they're not going to die on the island. That the Channel Four would never let that. Well, that's happen, the thing. They're think, not. They're I not going to. They're it, not going to put them in extreme peril, are no. they? So, but it does. It does give the the feel of more authenticity than if they had a big crew on there with mm. boom mics and cameras and things. And I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate also the fact that they do tell you there are experienced cameramen on the island, but but they are living exactly the same way. Yeah. As the other campmates. However many there are, it's difficult to pick out everybody because it's like the first weeks of The Apprentice, yeah. you know. You get yeah, to know the, you know the loud characters, but off, you don't yeah. know the quiet ones until they start to come out. Yeah. I enjoyed this, I enjoyed the first series, and I will keep watching it because it's a very easy watch, and I like thinking, well, how would, you know, would anyone I know manage it better on the island? It did well in the overnight figures by Channel 4. I was a bit annoyed, and you, I've been prudish before on this podcast, by the use the use of a certain F word was a little bit, ex, you know, o, mm. overused. Yeah, uh, Josh, do you know, I didn't, do you know what? I didn't even notice it. That's that's how un- no, desensitised I am. you are unbelievably crude when we're not I know. recording the podcast. Uh, but and even on it, but you, you're a pretty good editor. I'm I'm pretty good at that, yeah. I always make it sound like you're saying fish fingers, which is indeed. I, fish no, that's sportive. That's sportive. <laughs> that's sportive for me. But I I do still enjoy it, and I love. I don't like Bear Grylls, so I like the fact that he's not, <laughs> you know, a, a permanent fixture. But his purpose is to take them there, and then to do little asides. Effectively, yeah. he's. I'm not quite sure what what his purpose is. I'd be more happy if he came back to the island every so often. And I don't know whether he's going to do that, but in that episode, I was a little bit confused. Like, well, well why is it called Bear Grylls, the island? It could just be called the island. It's the island with Bear Grylls. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Him. It's him saying, what they're doing here is completely wrong, and they'll all yeah. be dead by Friday. You know, you said about the characters, all the characters who they sort of focused on were the ones involved in big arguments and all said they wanted to leave at the end. And uh, Bear Grylls, as you said, just sort of appear you know justifies his appearance in the uh titles of the show by just you know spouting nonsense every so often uh i'll be you know. i am interested though to see the women's island because it's something you know it's different from what they did last year so it'd be int- more interesting to see how sort of women cope together you know putting little 14 women together at the best of times is a recipe oh i knew you were gonna yeah. <laughs> Here come the misogynist comments. The views of Matt Donnelly on the Custard TV podcast are Matt's views alone and do not reflect the views of the website, thecustardtv.com. So you're right, it will be interesting to see how women who, not being sexist, are not as physically strong as men. Nor are we, let's be honest. We're we're not men, so don't worry about that. We'd struggle. I thought Gary was going to be on the series island. Do you think, Gary, that if, if if you had to, you could survive on the island? No. Okay, end no. of story. I, I, um... I don't I don't know that I don't know that I could survive without sleep, without yeah. heat. I don't know, I don't think I could. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure that I could probably go a few days without eating. In fact, it might do me some good. But um, no, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure I could. I'd like to give it a go, but it's not high yeah. on my bucket list. Just, I, I mean, this was just, you know, arguments and, and people. It's just everything we've seen before. There was, I don't think I saw anything that I haven't seen on programmes like this before. And I don't think, you know, there was a strong reason to bring it back other than it rated very highly. From the island to Tracy Island, the Thunderbirds returned on Saturday on ITV. Bizarrely in prime, well, not prime time, but prime time for Saturday. It's really annoying me that you keep moving those words around because I just got well, them it, all. Well, it really annoys me that you don't put them back in order. So let's Why deal not? with both it's our just problems. All in line. No, Women, please. Yeah. God. This is like the island. <laughs> Calm down, lads. Calm down. Uh, we don't I'm want leaving unless he goes. I'm, I'm leaving, not staying I'm unless leaving. he leaves. <laughs> so basically, this was on sort of before the big Saturday night entertainment shows. But ne- but this coming week, it is being shifted to eight in the morning for like a kids slot. On I didn't C- see it. I was CITV. Yeah, I wasn't interested. I didn't see it. Matt and Gary did. Well, yeah, I only lasted. 10 minutes because I had so much else to watch on this I I think the the interest for me on this one is I've got an 18 month year old nephew I'm thinking of the sort of things that maybe when he's a bit older we can watch together and I gave it a go thinking will this be something that I could watch with him and I think it will be I think he'd be excited by it it had all the action All right, some of the accents were a bit dodgy but but they I, were. I thought the it was all right. Thunderbirds, weren't they? Really? Let's yeah, exactly. But there were there, there were so many things bad about the original Thunderbirds. I mean, you could see the strings, but that's what made it good. I think there was a lot of people up in arms about the fact that this was sort of CGI, not. Yeah, but know. they knew that going yeah. in. I don't yeah, know, no, and I didn't have didn't. a problem with that. The thing I had a problem with is the fact that I think the people making this show have got a certain perception of what sort of kids today are like, and they think kids today are just sort of have got no attention. So this just seemed to be all action all the time because I think the people behind it think the kids today just want that. They can't Need handle... constant stimulation. Yeah, yeah, and they no can't hand... yeah, yeah, and they can't handle anything more. But I think they're doing kids a disservice. I mean, I, as you two know, used to be a primary school teacher for a number of years. And, and you know, so I've worked a lo- around a lot of young I think children. I knew that, but I drifted off while you were talking... <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, so you know, you I I know the sort of you know they are quite more mature I think than this version of Thunderbirds gives them credit for. If you think how many young children, for example, watch Doctor Who and how complex the stories are in Doctor Who, so I just think it was just a bit too in your face. And also, Gary, as far as I remember, Brains wasn't Indian in the original. And Lady, Lady Penelope was older, and in this she's some sort of nineteen-year-old whiskey. Well, she's Rosamund she? Pike. Yes, and it's, it's the original really Parker, go. though, isn't it? The original Parker. Uh, from something that was action all the time to something that didn't have a moment of action in it, in my view, the voice finished with a whimper on Saturday, and Matt, for some reason, stuck with it. Yeah, I stuck with it till the bitter, bitter end. In terms of the talent this year, I think this has been the strongest year for the voice. All four acts in the final, to me, genuinely had a good shot of winning it. Um, and Stevie, the fireman who won it, I think, again... They've picked someone... It's probably the best winner they've had for The Voice UK, which isn't hard. But again, they've picked someone who's more sort of likeable than maybe had the strongest voice out of the four. Uh, He might be getting to number one, though, because they released the winner's single 
the night of well, the that's, voice. That's I'm the amazed, first difference that I'm they've ever done. They've never done that. Yeah, now. which is astonishing. Lost Stars from the Begin Again film, I think it was in. But, uh, but also, I, does... I remember reading this week. Sorry, that last year's winner has only just released an album. Yeah, yeah, so... it didn't even get in the charts. So yeah, so I think it's keeping this guy Stevie fresh in everyone's minds and hope. That, I mean, I think he's got a good sort of solid, like indie vocalist voice. I think there were more interesting singers. Lucy, who came second, was sort of an operatic girl. Um, I think she's got more of a chance. I think what let her down uh, was uh, the horrible duet she did with Will I Am, which hopefully, Luke, can you play a little bit of a clip of it here? as we criticise the X Factor and stuff like that at least they make a big deal out of their final show you know they often go to in a big arena there's always you yeah. know there's that glitz and glamour doing it does a big dance here there was hardly any difference between this and and the previous um, live shows there was very apart from Ricky Wilson wearing a tuxedo there was very little That's difference it. and I just think and Rita Ora wearing a dress that my mum didn't like very much uh, yeah. That it was just it was another live show. It didn't feel like a final. There was loads and loads of recaps. It just felt very long. So I like the talent. I like the concept. But again, it's just there's no. I just don't think there's a good way of doing the voice on BBC One. It's a, it's a concept that works well elsewhere. But BBC One are hindered by the fact that a they can only show it on weekends and b that they can only show it for an amount of time or they'll get hammered in the ratings by Britain's Got Talent. So I've never, I th- no, I've never known a TV program more desperate for for ad breaks than The Voice. It yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't work on the BBC. That's the that's the honest truth. It's a good it's a good idea but because it's on the BBC. A, you can't break it up with adverts, and B, they can't sort of heavily promote the acts once you know once it's finished. And I think that those have been the two problems with the show. And finally, Moonboy ended on Sky on Monday night. Well, I say ended, we don't know if it's coming back for more, but this series ended uh, with a poignant story about the Martin's grandfather dying, um, which was ruined by mm. the insistence for Moonboy to have the imaginary friends there. So Paul Rudd, who you may know from American films that Paul Rudd's been in, um, <laughs> 
And friends. And, he, and friends and Parks and Recreation and 40-year-old virgin. See, they're all coming back to me now. Um, he was in there as the grandfather's imaginary friend, sort of a... Um, but it... It just ruined what would otherwise be quite a poignant story. Yeah, I, 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 I have to agree. Yeah, I think and the best scene for me it just seemed mm. like an excuse. Yeah. How can we get Paul Rudd? Obviously knows Chris O'Dowd now, and mm. he's obviously said, "Would you they were do in that, um, for us?" This is forty, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the, so they in the well or something. Will you do Paul Rudd's not in Bridesmaids? Moon Boy. Oh, is he not? And and he said yes, and then they had to find a way of yeah, fitting yeah. him in Moonboy. Because I agree, on. all the stuff with... Uh, I mean, it was the stuff with Trisha Moon, wasn't it? The sister. Yeah. And, so um, we yeah. oh, again, we don't get to see much of No, and I think she's a really good actress when you see her. In th- she's really good sort of deadpan. And I think this, you know, gave her a bit more of the spotlight. I think as well, the, the stuff when it's other members of the family, I think are almost better, certainly this series, than the stuff with... Chris O'Dowd and Martin Moon. I mean, I I think the best episode for me, the UFO one, I thought was was yeah. utterly hilarious from beginning to end. For me, Moonboy hasn't been as great as it was to start off with, but I've liked individual elements of each episode and definitely the stuff with Trisha and the granddad in this in the final episode. We said yeah. it a long time ago that we don't know how integral to the show Chris O'Dowd is, and I think mm. this series has has proven that actually. Yeah. He's, he, you know, if he wasn't there, I wouldn't be going. Oh, no. I forgot Chris O'Dowd. No. I wouldn't give him. A he's in it. Thought, he's know. in it for being in its sake. They have to add bits in. You know, he's not integral to any story for me. So, Gary, why don't you walk us through uh, what Saturday night has in store? At 7 p.m., another kind of attempt by ITV to uh, do a sort of light entertainment show, Ninja Warriors UK, uh, which is hosted by Ben Shepard, Rochelle Humes, and unbelievably, Chris Kamara. (laughs) Go on, Chris. I don't know, Jeff. Jeff. I've only ever seen him on All Right on the Night. Has he? Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's the best bits of his commentary. Uh, so this is people from all over the country mm-hmm. taking on kind of like a, a, a Far East-type challenge. I mean, Takeshi's Castle comes to mind that, that was shown for years Can on I Challenge TV. Well, you've added an S here. It's just Ninja Warrior. There's yeah, no... Oh, OK. Warrior. To be fair, I took that straight from the website, www.thecustardtv.com. Um, uh, fools who work there. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a bit. Just I, I suppose it's to feel like the total wipeout sort of void, yeah. isn't it? You know that void everybody's been yelling out yeah, for them yeah, to yeah, fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been big over the world, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. this is sort of like they're padding up the Saturday night lineup, you know, before and after the the big return. It'll, they're calling it in yeah. the trailers Super Saturday, which is really an insult to Britain's Got Talent. Though. The big lead-in, as it were, is because obviously at eight o'clock. Uh, and I'll go through what ITV are doing first. Uh, you're going to return of uh, Britain's Got Talent. So the ninth series, hosted by Anton Deck, uh, Simon Cow, Amanda Holden, Alicia Dixon, and the out-of-control David Walliams, according to a report in today's press. Uh, we today, all... we weren't invited. I'm not bitter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did we not we get an invite this... at all? No. Uh, I specifically asked yeah, them. Yeah, you did, well. you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because one of us is uh, in it this year and we can't talk about it. Mate, ooh, ooh. 
classic. We're not. Uh, we all know the situation. Uh, the winner of Britain's I was Got it, Talent. I was all over that. Were you? Uh, Britain, yeah. The winner of Britain's Got Talent gets to perform at the Royal Your Variety performance later this year. Uh, and £250,000. I, I didn't realise they got that much. That's, why uh, why don't we do it? We should do it next year, the three of us. Yeah. Just what, what, what would be our talent standing and talking? About television. Well, I'd have to sit, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Gary, you, you, you need to lean at least. What I could do is do the whole kind of like Westlife thing. I'll except in reverse. I'll start standing up, and then I'll want to sit down. <laughs> How well, about I say I, I did have an idea for the three of us, but then then French lads nicked it last year when they danced around in high heels. My oh, legs have never been the same since the last time <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so uh, literally uh, so uh, we'll be talking about that on, on the next podcast also on ITV uh, roll the dice it's Holly Willoughby's time to present a, a show this time it's a sports entertainment family show wow uh, yeah uh, well <laughs> play, play to the whistle Oh, because okay. they think it's all over was oh, already taken yeah. uh, and it's each episode will feature a lineup of top sportsmen so Andy Frinzoff probably uh, comedians no. like, is your favourite comedian in this, isn't he? the one whose name you can always oh. remember at the Ramesh Ranganathan Ramesh Ranganathan <laughs> He is in this first episode. Who is he? Uh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I didn't just get you to say it because to say it. <laughs> oh, right, you well, didn't just want me it's... to send Romance. No, no, you didn't no, 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 no. no. Bradley, Bradley Walsh and Frank Lampard are the team captains, and then you've got Peter Crouch, Paddy McGuinness, Rob Beckett, and. Romash Ranganathan. Uh, one thing on Sunday, and I, I've seen this thing, uh, it's. Um, <laughs> The latest and probably the last drama, last original British drama to air on BBC Three while it's on the telly, uh, is Tata Tatao. Uh, what? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Things are just funny for some reason. When it's cancelled, can we say Tata to Tatao? This has sort of got a supernatural tinge to it. This is about two UK backpackers uh, called Kyle and Budgie who go to the Cook Islands, and it's to do with like. Uh, Kyle, ha- go, you know, tries a hallucinogenic drug, um, and something happens to his tattoo, and he can sort of. I wonder the what you're to his testicles then. We'll talk about it next week, hopefully. An interesting sort of conclusion, and it's definitely the most original s- drama series that's been on this year. Uh, okay, why is it called Tattoo? Because it's about tattoo his tattoo. Hurt him? Yes. Why is it not called Tattoo then? Because it's in because the, the Russian, ancient... that Russian band would have seen. No, 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 no. It's it's because of the um, the where it is the Cook Islands, the sort of Aboriginal way they say tattoo is tattoo. It's that right, sort right. of I'm, ancient I'm, I'm, civilization. To be honest, why are any programs called what they're called uh, apart from <laughs> the Great British Bake Off? Well, I can tell you on Monday at nine uh, inside Harley Street. It's called Inside Harley Street because it goes inside Harley Street. Yeah, oh, and then okay. Skint is about poor people. That was on at nine okay. um, on Monday. <laughs> that sums that up. Wednesday Newsoids is called that because it's basically spitting images. Yeah, this is a new a new comedy hour on ITV, isn't it? On Wednesday. Yeah. Oh. Oh, how successful talk- was the, the job lot and vicious on? Yeah, this worked. Well, the job then, lot was okay, but let's not go anywhere near vicious. And then the delivery man is Darren Boyd, so the last one series and then you'll never hear of it again, um, as a midwife or a midman. 
at Luke Custard TV on the old Twitter sphere, at Matt's TV Bites for Matt, at the Gary Show for Gary. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Custard TV. Like us there, we'd appreciate can, it. Can We're I just add another thing as well? Flat. I don't know if you've heard of the new app called Periscope. Uh, yes. This is where you can. I'll be periscoping but, later on this evening. Uh, so follow me at the Gary, Gary Show, and uh, you can see me periscoping. Uh, count me in. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Why? Because it's good to get the timing done. You <laughs> heathen, Mr. Custard, heathen. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, and, and again, what, Luke, uh, Matt, please. What we say, is there a oh, yeah, no, sorry. this week? Well, we mentioned earlier on, hey girls, hey boys, so I thought I'd do my own interpretation of the, uh, the classic um, Chemical Brothers song, Hey Boy, Hey Girl, Hey Boy. Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, girls. Hey, boys. <laughs> Superstar DJs. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, girls. Hey, boys. Superstar DJs. Here we go. Here we go. Literally, that is the lyrics. <laughs> Literally, I I looked it up and I thought, where's the next page? And no, that's it. That's that's. If Louis Theroux does a return documentary, you can just play that over the beginning credit. That does sound yeah, like the I new so. theme tune to the Teletubbies that they're bringing back. <laughs> oh god! Okay, I read that. We'll that's with, I read that's with Fern Cotton. Is that right? Yeah. Brilliant. And Fern Britain was going to do it, but she's too big for the costume. Anyway, Jesus it's... Jesus, Tuppy. <laughs> My mum would like that joke. She hates Fern Britain. <laughs> she does, and I don't know why. <laughs> Go- goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Oh, we still on air. What the heck? Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.